morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. Now there's some are better than others, but we won't talk about the better ones today. <laughs> but um, I... It's been good, like from day one. We got up here, the both of us, on that first Sunday, <clears throat> like a month ago now. It's been a long month. No, <laughs> I don't even know what it's been a month. <laughs> I don't know what you've been going through, but it's been a long month for me. No, <laughs> especially I think the first week was like the biggest week, <laughs> as we laugh. But um, that first Sunday, we got up here, and we're like, yeah, you know, love, la, la, la. Man, like the very next day, like that week, I even, even our, um, our, one of our mentors, our pastors got involved, and I was like, and sent something to me. And I was like, no, I, I think he meant to send this to you. <laughs> and I didn't really know what it was. It was just a video, and he never, ever, ever sends me. I mean, never sends me anything. So it was just like, all right, God. All right, got to chuck this one up and <laughs> figure this thing out, this love thing. <laughs> and so we even go through it just like you. So we're not saying anything different or saying, well, you need to do it and we don't have to. No, we have to do it more, much more than you. God requires that of us. And so it's not been an easy month, but... <laughs> So, so we'll pray and then we'll get, get into it. Father, we just thank you for your love. <laughs> we thank you that you're working in us, perfecting those things that are in us, that you have put in us. Father, we thank you that we are growing in love because it helps us and propels us to move forward and to jump in to that which you have for us in this church. We thank you that you're opening our eyes this day to see and to know what you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> but no, the first week, just to kind of tell on myself, um, we came up here and did our message, you know, and um, then that week, I think it was like Wednesday, I don't remember what day it was, it really doesn't matter what day it was, but uh, <laughs> um, I get this video from Pastor Mark Hankins, Hankins is sending me a video, and I thought, oh, wow, he sent me something, and so I look, it's a video, and I'm like, okay, well, I didn't have time in the day, because I was on my way somewhere, or doing something, and so I waited till later, but in the midst of those couple hours, I was at the office, and I told him, I told pastor, I'm like, oh, pastor Mark sent me a video, and I'm like, it's kind of odd, like, he never sends me anything, and so I just always talked to Miss Trina, and so I was like, well, I think he, he probably meant it for you. I'm like, did he send you a video? <laughs> and he's like, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, ask like 30 minutes later, did he send it to you now? <laughs> nope. <laughs> and he said it like real confidently, like, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. And so then I went and looked at the video. And um, just the day before, I had been asking God answers for something specifically because we're just, you know, walking some things out in faith. And so we're, you learn as you go, right? You don't, have to have, you don't have everything figured out day one. But God teaches you as you move along. 
So if you just stay still, God can never teach you anything. Like, if you don't even dare to do it. <laughs> like, no, not, not going there. <laughs> and so just through uh, walking some things out and in faith, like, I had asked God some questions the day before. And so when I started to watch this video, I'm watching it, and it's on love. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. <laughs> and so I keep watching it, and then I just started bawl- just crying because it answered that thing that God had, that I had asked of God. And that's just how good God is. He'll answer you through a man or woman of God because it comes right to you. He'll give them answers for you. <laughs> and so here, Pastor Marsha is sending me the video, but obviously God led him to do it. And so it answered something. And so, but between us, it was kind of like back and forth. Like, <clears throat> and so he, he gets hold of Pastor Mark, just the funny side of the story. He gets hold of Pastor Mark. He's like, yeah, you sent my wife a video, and she, you know, thinks maybe you meant it for me, but uh, we all know it was for her or something. You know? <laughs> but I got a feeling it was probably for her. <laughs> and Pastor Mark sent back and said, well, maybe she needs it most. And he, cut, he sends me. He's just not real smart some days. And so he <laughs> and he sends it to me. Like, he should have just left it there. But he sends to me, and I was like, fuming. Now, granted, we just ministered about love, <laughs> and this was our week. <laughs> and so he sends it to me, and I was like, I wrote back, I'm like, well, of course I needed it most because I have to deal with you. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, 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 whatever. I'll let you go. <laughs> and so so we got got through that, but... um. It was a really good video. You know, the, in the video, it was talking about how love sees the best in people. And it sees and talks the best of someone, even though that someone could be really a bad person, down and out, cruel to you, or just any kind of person, you know. But you, as you lift and encourage that person up, they begin to rise to the level that you're speaking to them. Isn't that awesome? I thought that was good. But it was a lot of things in love, and it answered a lot because that same night God just said, you're going into a new level of faith, entering into a new level of faith, and in that place, your love must abound. So we know that. So it wasn't really a fun day, but <laughs> something that I know we need to walk out, or <laughs> I need, I said we, but I need to walk out. <laughs> so praise the Lord. So I'm just going to, we're just going to walk through love today. Um. This is the last day, and so I do have some things in my heart, and I just believe that God's going to deliver something to you, specifically to each person. Everybody's different. You got all, all have different questions, going through different things, but I know the Word of God answers it all. And I know that love, I thought that I knew a little bit about love, but I'm really finding out what God's love is all about. And how it intertwines into every area of God in the word. And just because I think I'm in faith, if my love isn't right there with my level of faith, it's not doing me any good. So it's been a lot of uh, things you just know that you ramble off all the time. <laughs> but now you live it. Then it becomes revelation in your life. and You actually see the results of it. So it's been good. So when you, when you turn over to 
I got, I got to hurry. I only got like 20 minutes now after all that. <laughs> goes fast. But over in 2 Timothy chapter 3, I'm going to start at verse 2. I just think this is very interesting. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2. It's always start at verse 1. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, or selfish, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving. Do you know any unloving people? <laughs> Unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong. You might be able to find yourself in here somewhere. <laughs> Haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That just means I'm all about having fun. I'm over here. Not about, not in the house of God or about God's business. For this sort of people, or this sort, are those who creep in households and make, um, we don't have to keep going. That. <clears throat> so we'll just stop there. So in the last days, it says, note this. We see that in the world. You may say, well, yeah, I can find myself in there. Probably all of us can if you're headstrong. <laughs> this, the simplest form of it, prideful, you know, if um, in any argument, if it's about you, just this morning at my household, I had a daughter that said something. I, I complimented one of my daughters, um, Addison, the, the middle daughter. She just kind of got that flair to her and her personality, and I actually love it. And she can put outfits together. I don't have to help her. Like, she, she does it better than me. She puts outfits together. She'll do her, her hair. She just, that personality, that person, and I love it about her. Well, this morning I just said, you know, I looked in there, and she had everything together. She put her jewelry on. So I said, oh, you look really good. And I said, you're just so good at that. I said, it's just your, what God's given you or that gift in you. And she shook her head like, yeah, thanks, Mom. And she was proud that I said that to her, which that's great. I mean, we should encourage our kids. So I walked off, did not know what was going to happen after that. <laughs> so she goes into the other daughter and says, yeah, Mom said that, you know, I'm really good at putting things together and um, pretty and blah, blah, blah. And she said, then after that, she said, I know that she's never said that about you or something like that. You my daughter now? <laughs> like, how do you say that? <laughs> like, you evil. Knievel, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you now? <laughs> And I just walked in love and gave her a nice compliment. <laughs> so now I got to be calm, cool, and collective. <laughs> and so the other, the daughter that was talked to meanly, Grayson comes in and she's like, Addison just told me. And so she rehearses it. And so, granted, about to go to church, got a minister on love this morning. So I was like, just breathe. <laughs> so he was right there and I was like, praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's <laughs> you know, just like, it says rejoice at all times. And so I was living the word. I was like, I'm just not going to do anything about this right now. And he was like, all right, we, we heard you. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, we got it. And so then um, Addison, I'm like, it'd just be good for you to tell your sister you're sorry. So I'm trying to fix it, but it didn't even get fixed. <laughs> so, but just within the house, one word. But I had a daughter when she tried to explain it to me. All she could see was her, her way. I wasn't trying to be mean. <laughs> you weren't trying to be mean. <laughs> How in the world? <laughs> and she was like, um, well, you gave me the compliment. And so I was just letting her know that you gave me a compliment. 
I was like, what? Like, I don't ever give you compliments or what? And I mean, all she could see, selfish. And she was very honest in it. And it was just like, wow, you know, like this love thing is something. But we see in the world that this is how the world is. The Bible says you're in the world and you're not of the world. But if we always walk in the world, your kids are in school eight hours a day, I think six hours a day, every single day. If we don't have the word of God in our homes, they will be like the world. Even us, we're in, that, in the world every day going to work. You're around all kinds of people. But if we're not a light, we will become their light, like them. And um, it's just real um, heavy right now, or I say heavy, but important in the time we live in to just straighten up <laughs> and get serious about God and either live the word or just go back to our house and just forget this thing. Because now we're living in the time where you either live it or you don't, and it's going to be really visible who you believe in and who you, who you live by. So we're just going to go through some scriptures in um, Matthew chapter 11. You know, I've found out that it's hard when pre- you can be nice and walk in love and at least to some degree, maybe not obviously perfect, but some degree, <laughs> as I have him sitting here. No, <laughs> It's always nice when you got like your mate right there when you're <laughs> trying to talk about you walking in love. <laughs> but he's, being, he's gracious to me <laughs> today. But I've noticed that the moment pressure hits, we just chuck the love out. <laughs> like I am in the moment and I got a lot of pressure And we forget all about God, the Word. I mean, it's not even on our radar. Are you like that? I have noticed that the moment that it onsets by a thought or if something happens. Well, you know, Jesus, the Bible says he had to go through pressure just like we did. And he remained the same through pressure. That's a hard thing to do. I'll speak for myself, but that's a really hard thing to do. When the Bible says love to somebody that's putting pressure on you, maybe, maybe they didn't say something the right way, or they're coming against you. Maybe there's pressure. Maybe the bills came in or um, pressure on the job. Maybe it's legitimate pressure, but the Bible says we can remain the same through the pressure. And it doesn't mean I forget about my love and just it goes out the window. Love empowers me in pressure. But I have found that out. If I stay constant, God, I thank you. I've done a lot of just thanking God and rejoicing and staying. And if I'll keep in love, not let my mouth go, not let my thoughts go, it will actually empower me to get through that pressure. And it didn't take that long at all. And so over in Matthew chapter 11, verses 29 and 30, it says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from, from me, for I am gentle, and this is Jesus, and lowly in heart, just means humble, or, 
not pride, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Pressure reveals our weakness, weaknesses, our insecurities, and our fears. Fear comes to the forefront, along with anger, you name it. Pressure is the burden of physical or mental distress. Well, you can have all kinds of pressures all throughout the day. The Bible says you can remain the same and push through the pressures of life. So we have to die to self when it's about love. And we have to give our life to God. Live for him. Over in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31, it starts talking about love there. And it's going into chapter 13, the love chapter. But it's going through all the gifts, like um, teachers, prophets, all these different gifts that are here. And then it goes the gifts of the Spirit. But it says, let me tell you of a more excellent way. The last scripture in, verse, in um, chapter 12. But let me tell you of a more excellent way to live. And then it goes into uh, chapter 13, verse 1. Pursue love. <laughs> so he's telling us love is the most excellent way. And the, the power of the gospel is love. Love is the power of the gospel. When you tell someone about Jesus, it's your love that is expressed to them, but it's Jesus' love for them that you're expressing. And when it hits them, it changes their heart. You know, there was a uh, morning in the church where somebody had gotten offended and just how something was being done. And so she came to me before church, and I could tell she was really ticked off. And so she came to me, and she was like, blah, 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 blah. Just, you know, um, this I, I don't understand, and I'm upset. And I, I, we all can get upset about, you name it. And I kept saying the why behind the what, you know, like we always do. The why behind the what, this is why we do it this way, this is why. But in that moment, I started to just love on her. And I said, you know what? We love you a lot. And we would never do anything to hurt you, to come against you, nothing. And the moment I started expressing love, that thing fell. I mean, I told Patrick, it was like instant, instant. When the Bible says love never fails, it's really true. It doesn't fail, and it bridged the gap. There was a gap. Somebody, when you get mad, there's a gap and a wall that comes up to another person. But love can break that wall down and bridge the gap, bridge the relationship. Even if you haven't talked to someone for years, love can bridge the gap. But why is it so hard for us to do that? <laughs> In my own family, I have people that don't talk to each other, and it's been years. And you just see the divide, just the division constantly. And I'm not a part of it, but, yes, I, but yet I have to be a part of it because of you're always pulled into it. And it's just like, why is it so hard to love? <laughs> Because we hold those walls up. We don't let anybody in. But God can heal anything through love. When you go over to Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. I'm trying to hurry up. 
Matthew chapter 5, verse 44 says, But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. Say, what? <laughs> this is not like the world. If you do it to me, I'm, I'm sure going to do it to you, and I'm going to do it worse. You wait. Your time's coming. <laughs> you wait, buddy. <laughs> Isn't that how we usually are? <laughs> that's, that's how the world is. If someone hurts you, like, oh, no, they'll never do that again. But that's not God's love. And that love is in you. But it says, uh, talks about love. For if you love those, verse 46, for if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others do? Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. So are we willing to have God teach us how to love like he loves? I thought that I was pretty decent at this, but what I've learned is that I had a door shut to God. It's been shut for a long time. <laughs> I still live life, and I get along, and I do my life, but it was shut for a long time. But I have opened that door, and it has brought such freedom in those moments of life to walk out this thing called love. When you go over to uh, Matthew chapter 22, it says in there, a per you can learn to love the way God loves. You can learn this, but I have to learn how God loves. So that means I've got to find out what his love is really about. Remember, we have this love challenge. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is where you want to go if you want to learn how to love like God loves. Over in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it says, pursue love, go after it, pursue it. That means I consciously making an effort to do something about it. Not going to have perfect, but I, if I'm walking it out, I'll get better and better and better. Over in Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3, I'll turn to this one. Colossians 3, verse 12. says, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Oh, those words just make you like, <laughs> do I have to? No. When I read them, it's like, oh, and I, I'm pretty, I always thought I was pretty good at this, but no. Um, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. All right. The next one, verse 14 says, but above all these things, put on love. So I'm going to if I put something on, I'm pursuing it. It's like you put a jacket on. I have to put it on. So that means I, it's not automatic. Like it doesn't mean it's going to be an easy thing, which you probably found out. Doesn't mean it's automatic. Just because this love is on the inside of me doesn't mean I just walk it. I just, I got it. God, thank you for your love. No, I have to... Put on love. 
when I don't want to put it on, I got to put it on. And so even if it's a visual for you, when you're out there this week, believe me, God's, you're, you'll have room to walk in love or not. Just remind yourself, putting it on. Breathe. Say, praise God. (laughs) But we have to put it on. But I'm finding that through putting love on, that's the perfecting that comes. In love is where you're perfected. Where the Bible says, be perfect as he is perfect. Every time I would read that, I would think, be perfect as he is perfect. My mind would shut down. You ever had that happen? Like your mind just shuts down and you're just not there anymore. Like it just, I couldn't even fathom that. And I would look, look it up and look through it. Love, walking in love as God's love, it perfects you. Because you begin to walk in the order, the plan, the, the, everything that God has for you, the provision. It begins to open up. And it's like you're a new person. I'm living this out. I'm not telling you something I don't know about. I am living this. I don't have it perfect every day. But you can, you can become perfect as he is perfect. And it is through your walk of love. And so, let's endeavor to walk this thing out in love. It says to put on love. You know, pressure, pressure can build up. And love can be the last thing that you want to do. But what I found out is the Bible talks much about God's mercy. That he sent Jesus because he loved you so much. I don't think we can fathom that really because it's so much bigger than what we are. But the Bible says also in Hebrews chapter 4, Come boldly. You come boldly and confidently because you're a child of God. So come boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy. So mercy's not automatic, although in God's eyes it is. He, he lavishly extends mercy toward us every day, all day long. It says his mercies are new every morning. He has new mercies for you. Every morning. But I have to receive God's mercy. So that means I have to trust that God loves me. I have to trust that he really is for me. And trust that he forgives me. That I am his child. That I am seated with Jesus. Because you can't give something or walk in something that you can't even receive yourself. And so it's going to be hard for you to give mercy to others to give love to others when you can't receive it. And maybe you say, well, if you've grown up the way I grew up, there was no mercy. I get it. I understand. (laughs) But over on God's side, there's much mercy for everyone that will receive it. And so it's not an automatic thing. But let's press toward the prize or the goal of walking this thing out because I'm walking it out with you. And if you need help, I am here to lock arms with you and let's run. 
because this is going to be the year like no other. But this thing here, love, is I think really key to this whole thing turning in our favor. <laughs> that was the word that God gave us, right? It's going to turn to your favor. And we've seen God do some miracles. We're still doing miracles. He can, do, he can show up in your home and do a huge miracle. The Bible says he delights, just as we sang this morning, he delights in showing and giving mercy. You can go ahead and stand. So I'm just going to pray for um, a prayer for all of us. But if you're here and you'd say, you know what, it's, that's a huge pill to take down. Because we're real good at not showing mercy to ourselves and being hard on ourselves, right? So we're just going to pray. I just want you to have an open heart, open ears, because God, God will talk to you. And God will let you know how much he loves you. Father, I just thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for your love. Lord, I thank you right now that your mercy is flowing from heaven. Lord, we receive your mercy now. I thank you, Father, that you're talking to many, that you're helping us to walk out love, to walk out being merciful, being humble, not getting into pride and being about ourselves. And, well, what about me? Lord, I thank you that you're helping us to see how you see, to see others how you see them. But more before that, to see ourselves how you see us. <laughs> God, I thank you that you are a good God, that you love us. I thank you for it, Lord. You know, just this morning I was getting ready, come, we were coming to church, and it was like I could see, see God up there and Jesus, like approving and delighted, just delighted that we were going to church. <laughs> and it sounds like such a simple thing, but it, I could just feel the goodness of God and just that he's pleased with us and my family, that we're going to church and he was excited. Just like a, you are as a parent, when your child does something that you're proud of, that's how he saw us this morning. If you're here, he saw you the same way. He approves of you. He approves. He doesn't see all your flaws, but he approves of what he's made. And love helps us perfect those things that are within us that he put there. So love is a powerful tool that we possess. The Bible says that the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart for you to give away and to walk in and give out. So let's just, this week, let's purpose to walk out love. When you get it wrong, Lord, sorry, because he'll check you and you'll know, no, I shouldn't have said that. No, I shouldn't have went there. So you just learn, you pick it up, and you, ch you change, and you go on to the next thing. If you need to say you're sorry, you make sure you do it. <laughs> because that's where the perfecting is, and the glory of God is, and the provision of God. I'm excited for this season 
because we are there and it is happening now. Praise God. And so he'll play us out. I don't know if we have time. Go ahead. <laughs> subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites which can be found at our website gvchurch.tv we know that today's message has been a blessing to you thanks for listening we are genesee valley church loving god loving people and loving life